0: Hey everybody, welcome to episode 80 of Metallicast, the Metallica podcast. I am your host and fellow Metallica fan. My name is Brandon. I have to say it feels good to be back. Been a long two weeks without a new episode. Long story short, my recording space flooded. So between that and other personal matters I had to tend to. I had to take a short break from podcasting. But now I am back and you can expect new weekly episodes. At least until my next extended break. You see... Mrs. Metallicast is pregnant and is due in a few weeks. When the baby comes, not only will I have a newborn, but for those of you who have been listening to me for a while, you know, I also have a two-year-old as well as a full-time day job. Needless to say, I'm going to be taking a few months off from the podcast in order to focus on my family and real-life responsibilities. While I'm away, though, I'm going to remain active on all social media, at Metallicast Pod, on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and... We'll still be giving all of you and the Metallica's Monday show brand new content. I am happy to announce that I'll be releasing one to two new episodes a month featuring friends of mine who will be stepping in as guest hosts. Some of these friends have been on the podcast before, some have never been on before, but all are going to be great. All are going to share personal Metallica stories or Metallica-related topic of their choice. I'm calling these episodes Metallicast My Friends of Misery, and I hope you enjoy them. I encourage all of you to support each of the guest hosts. And a huge thank you to all of them in advance for helping me out and providing all of you guys some fun content to listen to while I am gone. Now, in my absence over the last couple of weeks, there have been uh, quite a bit of Metallica news that's come out. Uh, Each week, we continue to get new content from the Black Album remasters, as well as covers from the Blacklist. I think some of the covers have been great, some not so great, but I, I am really looking forward to hearing the final album and i know there will be an episode covering the blacklist sooner rather than later so stay tuned for that metallica also announced the 40th anniversary shows congrats to everybody who got tickets i am not going because of the upcoming baby it'll just be too much to make the cross country trek at that time i am super bummed i know many listeners are going i would have loved to have met up with a bunch of you in person but we will meet down the road at a future show hopefully before metallica announces the 50th anniversary shows now just yesterday at the time I'm recording this, Metallica made a blockbuster announcement. So let me finally address the elephant in the room. The Metallica podcast is coming. That is right. An official Metallica podcast is coming from the band, starting with an eight-episode series about the Black Album. My socials were blowing up yesterday from listeners, and while I was making jokes about being replaced, I am not going anywhere, and I am super excited to check this out. Oh, so thank you to everybody who sent me screenshots of people asking Metallica why they were not calling it Metallicast. Um, Hey guys, I exist already. Hey, how's it going? How you doing? Uh, Awkward. Now, I know this has been a longer intro than usual, but I wanted to catch up after a couple weeks away. My guest this episode is the founder of our home site, FansNotExperts.com. He is also the host of several podcasts, including Made in Order, Formerly known as the Maiden Fan Podcast. He's also my cousin and the biggest Iron Maiden fan I know. talking about none other than Mikey C. Now, I invited him on here to talk about Remember Tomorrow, thinking he was the best man for the job. I thought wrong, but nonetheless, it was nice to catch up with him. Uh, We had tons of fun, in all seriousness, rambling on. And uh we even talk about Iron Maiden and Metallica at moments. So here is my conversation with Mikey e. C about Remember Tomorrow. <laughs> My guest today is the founder of our home site, com. He is the host of many podcasts, including the Maiden Fan Podcast. He is the biggest Iron Maiden fan I know, and he is here to talk Maiden and Remember Tomorrow. He is also, and I, I know he... He, he's so good at podcasts that he thinks visual jokes are funny on an audio podcast. But if you can see him right now, he has a candy cigarette dangling from his mouth. Ladies and gentlemen, Mikey yeah, e. C. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I'm here. <laughs> Brandon, I want to correct you on one thing. The podcast was called The Maiden Fan Podcast. Then I called it, and made an order, and then I uh, completely <laughs> ignored it for a whole year, and that's where we sit right well, now. I think
0: you need to be made in some new episodes because I got a you know new album coming
1: out. Was yeah, what happened was uh, I didn't like doing it. <laughs> that's how it came. To it. it 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 was like I was doing it on week. I was doing yeah. it weekly. Where I, for those like few people who don't know, um, I was doing it weekly, and it was a, basically we every episode focused on one song starting from the first album and I think I made it through seven or eight songs no there's eight songs so maybe it- I don't know whatever it is I didn't finish the first album then something came up it's uh, another podcast I did and then I was like I should go back and do that and that was uh, 13 months ago
0: <laughs> did it make it feel like you're like did it turn your favorite band into homework
1: yes yeah you and you, yeah. sh- I feel like you should know that firsthand. Yeah,
0: I mean, there are moments when you do a podcast about anything where I feel like yep. it turns the part on some level it turns into work, and you're like, "Wait, why am I doing this?" It, it turns <laughs> into work when there's
1: some sort of research yes involved, yeah. and you feel like you have to get something factually correct. If I'm just giving my opinion, I can hit record, yeah, and I can blab, yeah for a while
0: yeah well hopefully not too long because uh
1: i've got all night (laughs) now i'm fueled by the power you hear that everybody
0: was that a uh internite pilsner
1: no my friend was it uh, It a
0: tootlamonde megadeth beer or perhaps a a trooper
1: it's none of the above. It's what I like to call a Fresca. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Sparkling soda water, grapefruit citrus. Est- established 1966. <laughs> Happy birthday, The rest James. of the
0: episode is just you reading the Fresca can.
1: <laughs> I'm also going to try to light my candy cigarette. I should have. Son of a bitch. My, my Wait, sugar. is
0: it the... Oh, all right. I got a couple follow up questions before we jump into Metallica and Iron Maiden. Metallica. So one. I thought this was Gallagher.
1: We're going to talk about melon smashing.
0: One. Uh, where did you get the candy cigarettes?
1: Okay, so it's one of those old fashioned. Listen to this. Remember those like chalk? They like little. Yeah. They they basically look like yeah. chalk. So. In Haverhill, Massachusetts, folks, there's a little, like, like a not a, it's a restaurant, I guess, but it's kind of like we go there to get takeout called the Carboni's Kitchen, and you, we get little flatbreads there or a little pasta dishes, and um, it like shares its space with a thing with a like a, like a shared kitchen type thing. Don't worry, this explanation only goes on for another 11 minutes. With <laughs> uh, with the with the with Can the you little, go back to reading called, the Fresca cam, please? <laughs> <laughs> it, it's called A Sweet Affair. And they do smoothies, and they do all these he- healthy fruit bowls, and yet they also sell candy, and ridiculous old candy. I got my dad a wax mustache the other day. I said, I have to get it. Sounds that. dirty. And I kept saying to myself, I want to get these candy cigarettes yeah. so I can walk around like Henry Hill. Mm. and um i actually before he came i I had it curled up in my sleeve Mm. like i was a greaser now and they they, again this isn't you know maybe take a screenshot of that for later king's candy cigarettes
0: hold on hold on screenshot perfect is it now is it uh the my follow-up question to that was uh, is it the cool kind of candy cigarette where you can blow and the dust comes off so no. it looks like it's smoking?
1: Though I, I did have those. I did a... It was like years ago. I used to go to Pips. Now, if you yeah. don't know Pips, here's another 10-minute explanation. <laughs> Pip, Pips is a, is a store. I don't even know if it exists anymore. Not where this it is was. now
0: a deep dive into Massachusetts convenience stores yeah. from your childhood. So this
1: is Salem, New Hampshire. <laughs> Pips, you, I would go there to get uh, a Wolfman mask. Uh, you could also go to get. Oh, like the, the costume dice. place. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. That was in yeah. the same naughty plaza. Country. I took karate lessons.
1: Yes, And I believe the Guitar Garage was there. Yes, that's where I bought my second Yamaha guitar. Yeah, my gray one. You could get fake poop at Pips. Yeah, you can get a Freddy Freddy Krueger glove. It was kind of um, like the, the towny brewery. Spencer gifts. Yeah, yeah, pretty yeah. much. And um, but no, I didn't get. That cigarette. Long story <laughs> <front>. <laughs> now,
0: I'm not sure. Did I say this up front that you are unfortunately my cousin? Yes. Um if I did my not, cousin. let me say it now. Let me and then let me go back to
1: hiding my shame. Let's just yes. Yeah. My my daddy and your mommy. Oh, vibrating. Sorry, that was my phone. <laughs> <Nothing else>. Um <laughs> My my daddy and your mommy are brother and sister, yes, and now just to explain brandon when um when our grandfather and our grandmother, yes, when they you know decided to love each other, they would close the door in the room and they would hug each other like adults, yes, okay, and then you know, our there were four children, two of them then created us hmm. not together that would have been weird yeah, We'd have cross would, eyes.
0: But... yeah well you kind of not that
1: we haven't thought about it but well, I,
0: you might when you take those glasses off i'm not sure
1: these glasses don't come off they're <laughs> part of my i'm like i mean you're like a cartoon i didn't character. have glasses i mean I, my whole head oh put them
0: is. back on you look like a serial killer
1: like I didn't wear these glasses until college, but now I'm like Drew Carey. If I get LASIK, yeah. I'm still wearing these things.
0: You know what's funny is that... Fucking head. I, I can swear, right? Uh, fuck yeah. So I, I remember you without glasses, but I cannot... It's, it, it's weird picturing you without
1: glasses. That's right. Yeah. Because I've been wearing glasses for. I don't want to date myself. Actually, I did date myself in high school. <laughs> Boom! <laughs> um. Yeah, like, I don't know, when I was... Eight nineteen, I think I started wearing glasses yeah. seven
0: years oh, ago. This is riveting podcast material for everybody listening who tuned in for Metallica and Iron That's Maiden. Right, Metall- t- today's James' birthday. Right? It is, and tomorrow is your birthday. That's right. And uh, James Heffield yeah. is older and
1: uh, cooler than he is you. Older. Yeah, I yeah. accept that. You want to hear something cool? Um, again, people, this is only about nine minutes. Don't worry. <laughs> um, tomorrow, I'll be turning the same age. That my parents were when I started dating my wife. Now, that doesn't make me feel old. Wow. And that was when they started doing Metallica podcast tour on the same time. I thought you were going to say that's when they started doing it. And I was like, I think you get oh, your timeline no, of events wrong. No, no. They, only, they did it twice. <laughs> once for my brother, once for me. The rest just all hand stuff. <laughs> Metallica! Uh- <laughs> Yeah. Sorry. Sorry if I don't come with all this metallica knowledge. Or oh, sorry, I don't have a cool groovy Australian <laughs> accent. Well <laughs> you're not here for your Metallica knowledge. That is for damn sure. I hope I'm not here for <laughs> I hope I'm not here for my, any of my knowledge. What
0: you are here for is uh your candy cigarettes, your fresca, and because you are uh the biggest Iron Maiden fan that I personally know and this is an exciting time to be an iron maiden fan because they have announced a new album they have a new song out um so let's what yeah did you miss it iron maiden yeah
1: oh my goodness. <laughs>
0: dude Ooh. all right i'll stop the recording you can go and listen
1: so yeah i remember when i saw some article on some website that it didn't even make sense and they're the first ones that, that said is Iron Maiden teasing a new album? Because Bruce showed up in an interview with a right, T-shirt. Yeah. that just said, "Balshafar's Feast. And it had a date on it. It had the number 17 on it. And it was like right under our noses. Then other people, those flyers started showing up in England. Uh, England's a country. I don't need to go into it. <laughs> uh, and And then there was like a weird thing where I still wasn't sure. Oh, boy. And then... I was a burp. I thought... Uh, it was that they, they started putting out... Mouth. They started... Oh, please. <laughs> they started putting out Facebook posts with just album covers. Their album covers. And then they stopped at um, uh, Book of Souls. And were like, oh, what does this lead? And then they put out a, a video. I think it was Clairvoyant from Seventh Son, obviously. And... You know, I start watching. I'm like, oh, I've seen this a thousand times. But then someone said, oh, there's a moment where it skips like a VHS, and you see the Belshazzar's feast. Mm, I think yeah. and I was like, oh shit, it's happening. And then everybody gets gets excited. We think, what's Belshazzar's feast? What's the writing on the wall? What's this? What's it going to be? And then like they they Bruce invites you to Belshazzar's feast um, on you know the uh, whatever day and I'm like yeah. pausing everything. I stopped work, ready for YouTube. And then it was a song. I'm like, what? That's it? <laughs> I was excited. I was excited for the song. Yeah. But I was like, wait, the 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 song is called The Writing on the Wall? Then what the hell's Belshazzar's feast? But that's yeah. that's part of the writing on the wall. Oh, maybe that's gonna be the name of the album. That was wrong again. Yeah.
0: I mean it is um I I loved the teases that they did. I thought it was really well done and creative planting the seeds with the shirt and the music video and all that. They even had Scott Ian in an interview uh yeah, wearing he was wearing, uh, a wearing the yep. shirt and it it was just it, that part of it was well done but when they built to the release of that song, I was like I feel like I mean what the hell do I know? I, but I feel like that was the time to be like, we have a new album and here's our
1: first song. But that's not how Maiden rolls. No. Instead, they put out a song with this long, epic story in cartoon form. Because let's be honest, Iron Maiden, their videos are kind of nerdy. Um, like, they're a little cheesy, I admit. I don't care. <laughs> but then they there put out a, There are cheesier. There are cheesier. And you listen to them. I'll, of course. <laughs> um, and, you know, I'm a man. Oh, war! <laughs> um, but they, um, what was it? They put out the version. I'm watching. I'm listening to it. And I'm like, okay, that's cool. But my God, Bruce's voice sounds so low and tinny. I was like, uh, it sounded. It sounded like I, I was actually thinking, did COVID have to do with this? Did he have to record this in his bathroom? All these things are going through <laughs> my head. And then I went listen to recorded to the it with his mask like, on. Yeah, I was like, thank God. This is like it. It sounds like yeah. Maiden, even though it's a little unique, it's a little different. Mm. It actually feels like the song is tuned down a bit. They won't tune down a concert, never. <laughs> but they'll they they will do different tunings for songs. But that will be the way you hear the song forever. Well, folks, let's let's let's, let's jump into this. So,
0: um, I was pleasantly surprised that it was not like an iron maiden by numbers type song where i i feel like they uh any band that has been around for as many years as they have once in a while falls into the trap of being like oh that's sort of like a generic song or follows this formula or kind of like
1: they have their formula yeah, without True. a doubt
0: and edc
1: baby <laughs> do,
0: do, 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 do. and i do feel like you know it, it's it's the type of thing where that is what helps give them their sound, right? That's what makes them sound like Iron Maiden, the sound that I love, you love, we all love as metal fans. But I feel like in recent years, and maybe this is an unpopular opinion, they have more and more kind of relied on like the formula of: are right, we going to do a melodic, soft intro, and then you know we're going to build up, and then ten minutes later the song is done, and it kind of hits all the same uh you know, similar rhythm, similar melody, similar just similar structure. Magic. Sounds like magic to me. <laughs> I, 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 I feel about? like the the long story short, I feel like it's been Iron Man by Numbers more often. Not I'm not saying uh I do not like the new albums or anything like that. Um, but you see it pop up more often these days, I feel like by them. So it was kind of refreshing for me to hear a song that kind of went in a a little bit of a different direction, while still sounding exactly like
1: Iron Maiden. I was country line dancing to it. Let's put it that way <laughs> in my living room. I was doing the,
0: it. Has like, sort of ding, like ding, a more ding, ding, has sort of like a more classic rock feel to it in a way. Yeah. Um, I will those classic southern rockers. Yeah. <laughs> um, I will say uh, I, I I do enjoy the song. It has the classic Iron Man chorus where if you've never heard the song before and did not know the song title was, you you can (laughs) sing it after uh, three seconds of hearing the chorus. Um, uh, I I think it's a strong performance. I like the guitar solos. I like the melody. Uh, I I think Bruce Dickinson does a phenomenal job. I will say he does sound a little older for the first time. And maybe, maybe, maybe they... We'll have to uh, tune down in concert to help him out a bit. <laughs>
1: that's
0: <laughs> well, they've they've made that like a thing, right? Like, like we do not I tune down. I've
1: I've made it a thing. I, don't I know can picture
0: Bruce Dickinson in concert and be like, we never tune down. Scream for me,
1: down step. Yeah, that's know, right. He goes that's on easy. his little. I'm, he was on a he was on a like a bad hip. When he's running around, yeah. Back in 2019, when I saw him, he—he, he, I think you. That's the crazy thing is they recorded this album before I saw them in concert in 2019. <laughs> he was like on crutches recording it because he's a stallion. 2019. Even though once he grew his hair out long. Is that
0: the show like, that I missed? Because we've been at a bunch of Iron Maiden shows together, and I feel like I missed the last one. Yes. Because 2017. Oh, my daughter had to be born or something like that. <laughs>
1: Yes, this was 20 August 2019. Yeah. You were not invited. <laughs> <laughs>
0: no, I do remember that was that was literally 2 months before my daughter was that born. That was, like, so was like Yeah,
1: and it was the Raven Age, which I think Steve's son or Bruce's yeah. son was in the band, I don't know. Nico's cousin, I don't know. This one. <laughs> the manager but, of
0: his rib restaurant.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, the, one day they announce a single, nothing. Then the next day I'm thinking, okay, it's gonna be about the writing on the wall. It's gonna be biblical. It's gonna be the the four horsemen of some kind of you know the riders. Have you seen the riders? And then they come the next day with an announcement of their seventeenth album. They're like, "Oh no no no, um, it's Samurai Eddie." You're getting. <laughs> I I have to look it up still because I can't say I I keep spelling it wrong. Senjutsu.
0: Now is that an actual? word or is that an iron maiden word
1: yes it is an actual word um and i i forget it has something to do with like samurai and the code of samurai and i was like okay oh loosely translated as tactics and strategy well they've got both (laughs) Um, i
0: when i saw the album title and the album cover it made me laugh. I think I'm not sure if it was because I was not what I was expecting. Cause I was expecting like what you said. Yeah. Um, but also it's ridiculous, but also I, then I went back and looked at it the second time and I was like, it is pretty badass. <laughs> it's pretty badass. And, Samurai um, Eddie is not one to fuck with.
1: Right. And I like, I looked at up the image on, like I went to save the image on their website. They have the edit. The, the image is called Teddy. <laughs> so i don't know if that's that's what they call eddie they call him teddy for sure were you uh but
0: saving it for um some midnight sessions alone
1: yes i was gonna send jutsu all over <laughs> that's
0: all we have time um, for
1: folks i should have said send jutsu damn it um live and learn baby live and learn can we do that and take two all right. we all right. that in...
0: redo take two go in action.
1: Um, I'm going to send jitsu <laughs> all over it. Mm-hmm. Ding. <laughs> Explicit. Um, and then we have the track listing. And each song, the shortest song is five minutes long. I love it. 10 songs, they have to- And start, that must like, be the writing team. on
0: the wall, right? That's like a- f-
1: No, that's strategio or stratego. The senjutsu, stratego, the writing on the wall. The six and a half minutes or six minutes thirteen seconds, then Lost in a Lost World. And you know it's gonna be like Lost in a Lost World. (laughs) That is I saw you sent me the
0: track list and I saw that song title. I go, that is the most Iron Maiden song title I've ever heard. How is that not already an Iron Maiden (laughs) song?
1: Um Lost in a Lost World in a Lost (laughs) Planet, Lost in a Lost (laughs) Um you know, like I want to count the amount of times Bruce says "lost." Oh, in it's going to be glorious! It's nine and a half minutes long. Then we have "Days of Future Past," which I'm sure has nothing to do with X Men. Yeah, the time machine, written by Yannick Gues. Ooh, he's one of the right hairs. Ooh, "Darkest Hour," which is clocks in. Those both clock in a little over seven minutes. Death of the Celts. I don't want to say Celts. Those are the. That's the basketball team. Death of the Celts. The Parchment. Oh, that's perfect, Iron Man. 12, 12 minutes and 39 seconds song called The Parchment. <laughs> People, if you... I cook the, with the parchment paper. paper. <laughs> and then Hell on Earth, 11 minutes, 19 seconds. Uh, but if you want to hear a song where you go, what's the name of this song? What is this song about? On um, uh, The Final Frontier, go listen to The Talisman. That's, to me, that's the best song on the record. Do you know that song? Yes. Brandon. Yes, I do. I yeah. do. The talisman. <laughs> <laughs> but that's my favorite song. Now, this, um, it comes out in, like, the art looks awesome. Obviously, I didn't buy a um, the three. I could have just bought the, the deluxe edition vinyl because I bought the two-disc CD player, and I don't have a goddamn <laughs> CD player. So I'm going to, I bought it on Amazon. I'm either going to have to take out an old CD and rip it. Or I don't know if Amazon sometimes when you buy the CD it comes with the MP3s, but yeah. I want to hear the 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 nice uh, tactile <laughs> quality of the of the compact disc. Oh, you can hear the pops and the hisses. Do you have
0: one in your car?
1: No. Oh. No, my car is um, you know from this century. That's <laughs> so I d- No, my last car did. This is the first yeah. car I didn't that didn't, and I'm, I can I have a USB drive if I want to. Plop it in there. I'll just plug in my i tell you know music
0: technology is officially dead when cars stop having that right. technology. Yeah, yeah, there's
1: no reason. in like my computer, this one, this the other one, I think I have like an external CD drive I can plug in. Maybe I'll use that.
0: I was walking by a house in my neighborhood um, a few weeks back, and they had this big like uh, – it wasn't like a dumpster, but it was like – I'll call it like a mini – dumpster like you could it was probably up to like your waist and so you could easily like see inside as you're walking along and uh they had it on the they had on the side of the so much delicious food it was there. like filled with cds and oh, uh i mean there's other crap in there too but like right on top there was like just stacks of cds and the only one that i saw that stood out was a copy of Reload. (laughs) I
1: I recognize that jizz anyway. So one other quick story about Iron Maiden. This happened tonight at the Methuen Rail Trail. People look it up. It's a place where I walk my dog. Another deep dive uh,
0: Massachusetts reference for all of you mass holes out
1: there. Yeah. These two guys are coming down and um, they're on the trail. One of them is trying to teach the other one how to skateboard. And... They're younger. They're probably in their 20s. And one of the guys has a ghost hoodie on. So I said, I walked by, I said, I like, I like your hoodie. And he, and, and then he took me in the bushes. No, <laughs> I said, I like your hoodie. He's like, Oh, you, you, you know them. And, and I was like, Oh yeah. He goes, you like, you like bands like Metallica. Like, and um, I was like, Oh yeah. All that stuff. He goes, what was your favorite? I go Iron Maiden. He goes, Oh, I like uh suicide silence. Which uh, is a band. Yeah, I'm like, did band. I, have, I, have <laughs> I seen them in concert? I don't know if I have. Did they open for Maiden? But oh, that was Bullet for yeah, We Valentine. saw Bullet for My Valentine before. Uh... So I was like, oh, he goes, yeah, they're really heavy. And he's like, um, I go, I saw a Ghost in concert. He's like, oh, who? who oh, cool. Who'd you, did you bring your family? <laughs> and I didn't make the connection. Oh, I went with my brother. And I realize now that he said, did you bring your family? Because I look like a fucking dad <laughs> who would have to have brought his teenagers <laughs> to to see a band because i said 2018 he's like oh wow that's recent i'm like oh my god because i'm i'm wearing a blue collared shirt right like a like a, like a
0: golf shirt
1: like a yeah, golf shirt and i'm wearing khaki shorts and i'm walking my beagle uh with my and i had like a little bag on my back for her water and and i he, i realized that he's probably like oh yeah. you must have brought your kids and i'm like son of a bitch i don't have kids <laughs> i am the kid
0: yeah. i am the kid you, you, it, it, my, my toys don't work the, I don't got no kids yeah, you pulled out your uh, candy cigarette and I took leaned against a tree with your uh, I, I denim I took a jacket
1: <laughs> I got up in his face and I said what the fuck you mean family <laughs> what are you trying to say and then I beat the shit out of both of them yeah and, I like um, it perfect but unless they're listening right now, then I didn't do any of that stuff. Or if you're it was more fun watching the other kid on the skateboard almost. Or fall if
0: you're a himself. Massachusetts State Trooper, or a Methuen, Massachusetts police officer, um, contact me. I can give you his address. And yes, he has been selling illegal candy cigarettes.
1: Yep, and you could contact Brandon all you want. Um, in fact, I have his phone number right <laughs> here. Let me just pull it out and say it. You know what um, my phone number is?
0: Six, six, six. six
1: the number geez. of
0: the beast.
1: Every time I, uh, where my mother-in-law lives, there, there's a house on the corner, 667. and I always call them the neighbor of the beast. <laughs> just, every time I see that house, 667, the neighbor of the beast.
0: So now I'm sorry to disappoint you, but this is but not what else is new? an Iron Maiden podcast. This is in fact uh, a podcast about Metallica. Yeah, a little known band called Metallica. And uh, you know, we, we're we're not gonna we're yeah. not gonna have a friendly well, debate because we we oh, spent two was... episodes. We spent like Metallica four hours.
1: Podcast? Sure, it's not an anthrax podcast or a, an armored same podcast or a, a megadeth you podcast. Mean, or you, just, you mean you bring all these guys on and you go, hey, hey, You like Metallica? Sorry, I couldn't even get that out. I almost snorted. Uh, You're in a really great band, but what do you think about Metallica?
0: (laughs) I mean, I I would love to uh, hear an Anthrax podcast or a Megadeth podcast or a Slayer podcast. The other big four need to be represented. Um, Iron Maiden, well represented. There's a couple podcasts out there um, that actually do new episodes, so... Um that's a jab at you made in order. Um okay, what are you <laughs> <do>? <laughs> But uh but you know, uh all jokes aside, Iron Man obviously hugely influential in the world of metal and hugely influential on Metallica.
1: I often wonder that. Like I I'm like, do they like them or do they think they're silly?
0: I mean, Lars Ulrich is the biggest fan of the new wave of British heavy metal, and Iron Maiden were, you know, a huge part of that scene, and one of the few bands from that scene that kind of, you know, transcended it and became the monsters of metal that they are. Them and Def Leppard. Uh, Yeah, but Def Leppard changed along the way, and Iron Maiden just did Iron Maiden.
1: That's right, and I think both were better for it. (laughs)
0: <laughs> but uh remember tomorrow. Uh what? Obviously what a uh and that's all we have time for. <laughs> I'm just gonna keep trying to end this thing, but it keeps going. <laughs>
1: remember tomorrow's my birthday.
0: You're damn candy I I don't care. <laughs> I want you to go on Facebook
1: and tell me you love me.
0: Is that important I to need you?
1: It. And then I thank every single person. Thanks, Brandon. (laughs) (laughs) I do. I thank every single person. Uh, I
0: always debate every birthday. Is a like enough or do you have to go into the comments and do a personal thank you? I think it depends on the person. I say thanks. Like if it's like. If it's a schmuck like you that like I'm closely related to, I think it deserves a comment. But if it's like somebody from college who I've not spoken to since college, I think a like is uh, sufficient. Remember tomorrow. Tell us about the Iron Maiden track. The album it's from. The your your personal opinion of this track. Um,
1: it it's an old school favorite. It is an old school favorite, and I remember. First time I heard it. So the original Iron Maiden album wasn't the first Maiden album that I heard. Um, and this is 1989. So I am, you know, I'm a hot 13-year-old and I didn't know. <laughs> I mean, stunning. And there's no internet. There's no, like, I didn't know. You can't just look up a band and be like, oh, this guy was in this band at This at this point. So I didn't even know that they had a previous singer i just thought it was really different production values maybe in the the first two albums it wasn't for a while that i was like wait a second that's a different person and Mm. for every anybody who thinks that i mean yes of course bruce has this amazing voice but if if anyone thinks oh well, paul diano can't sing this song is just proof you're stupid cuz he had a different style he was very much more like from the punk world uh but he could sing his ass off and i remember hearing right. this thinking like it felt like the first i was like is this a ballad but then of course it it picks up in its own ways and i was playing it i play guitar so i was playing for a couple of years at that point and i was like ooh i could play this at least the beginning like I know how to do this it was kind of easy to at least you know pick up a guitar like I don't know if you just had a guitar lying around and uh, now ladies mm. and gentlemen this is the uh, unknown 17 ver- 17 minute version of, yeah. of, of... <laughs> Unchain the Colors I got my lighter and my eye.
0: cell phone
1: Okay I'm done but um, yeah, I like. It's a really, really, really good song, and I like it a lot. And I've never, I've never heard Iron Maiden play it live, but I have heard uh, Paul Diano play it live. Mm. When I saw him in 2010 with Icarus Witch <laughs> at the Showcase Live, which at Foxborough Stadium. There is a, I don't even know if there's still movie theaters. Are there still showcase cinema movie theaters? Yes. I think that's there a are.
0: great question. All the ones around me close. But like so. there's
1: one, in, like the ones that we went to growing up, they're gone. But I think there's still yeah. a big one. A Lowell, Massachusetts, people look it up. Uh, but in Foxborough, where the Patriots play, the owner of the Patriots made this whole giant place, Patriot Place. And they had a, uh, I feel like I've done this on your podcast multiple times. <laughs> they have, <laughs> Showcase Cinema, big movie theater. And then next to it, they had a small club called the Showcase Live, where you could see like, like a Pointer Sisters cover band, uh, maybe a Starship cover band. You'd see all these cover right. bands. Uh, and then, but they'd have smaller bands too. And Paul Diano was announced, and my brother and I were like, we have to go. It's like an hour, a little over an hour to get there. In a snowstorm, we went. It was glorious. Uh, he... He was still standing at that point not in a wheelchair he started off gruff because he 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 didn't live the clean life that i feel like bruce lives um he's not mm. fencing and, and prancing um but <laughs> and, you know and, We dance and prance. Prance. Oh, what an album what an album um <laughs> but he like warmed like first icarus which came out there they played their set and then they didn't have to change anything they just brought paul on like now it's his turn <laughs> And he did the whole first album. I think he did, I don't know if he did all of Killers. He did some of Killers. And it was, it was righteous. And, of course. He sounded good. He sounded good. It, like, you know, it's like, take a bit. And then just kind of warms up. Yeah. And same thing happened when we saw Lou Graham. People, it's from, he's from Foreigner. We saw him at Pinkerton High School in, 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 Derry, in New, Derry, New Hampshire. <laughs> Seeing all the hits. And he, I mean, if you, if you know Lou Graham, he's about three and a half feet tall he's an older guy and he had some health problems. He started off a little slow. But then by the time, I want to know what love is. We gave a freaking, we're standing up, standing ovation. Oh, my God.
0: <laughs> Tears streaming down your cheeks. I've Seen all the I've hits. Seen,
1: I've seen so many different bands and like different variations. Like I'm all over the place. I have a concert in two weeks with my wife. First concert since Ario Speedwagon. And this concert, can you guess who it is? I don't know if you know my wife, if you met her. No, but she's a huge Um, fan of this man. Oh, I do know. Yes. Do you know Lordy? hard rock hallelujah <laughs> we're going to see harry chronic jr i don't know why there isn't a rapper named harry chronic jr that's if that was a rapper that'd be my name <laughs> harry chronic jr. jr yeah this would be like my i don't know it's either my ninth or my 40th time seeing him i don't know wow. very but you didn't think you'd be talking about him on the metallica's pod what do you think about that people listening in Australia good day. Good day to you. I mean, good night, because it's different over there. This is my you accent. You know, my
0: Australian listeners and friends do not appreciate your Australia hate. I
1: I like Australia. I've gone to Outback <laughs> it's, and ordered a that,
0: blooming onion. <laughs> I love your Australian accent and your recognition of fine I Australian think, cuisine. I think
1: I do more of a New Zealand accent because of I watch like what we do in the shadows and uh, uh, um, flight of the Flight of the Concords. I don't know if I If it makes
0: If it makes you feel better I was originally supposed to record tonight With Richard
1: right. S. He from Australia go. And you are plan B Boom so. Here's my real accent Here we go <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs> Alright You know how I get into me Australian accent Is I say wallaby Every time I say wallaby it brings me right into it G'day Wallaby <laughs> Oi That's not a candy cigarette Wow! I'm gonna open up. I'm gonna have another. A peck a day keeps the dingo away. All right.
0: You you sound more like uh, you're doing a bad Beatles it's impression.
1: Oh, bad Beatles impression. Here we go. This <laughs> here's my bad Ringo. <laughs> Hello, I'm Ringo. That's my bad Ringo. How long? It's... How long? We got three more hours.
0: <laughs> the best. Uh... One of my favorite scenes from a very underrated movie called Walk Hard: The Dewey Cox I've never Story. I've
1: actually seen that entire movie. I've oh, it's like so good! Leaps.
0: It's so good. There's a scene where he goes to visit the Beatles, and uh, it's all like famous people playing them, and Jack Black plays Paul McCartney. <laughs> that alone is makes me laugh. Just so he. That. He does not look like <laughs> Paul McCartney. He does not sound like Paul McCartney, but he does like his best impression. Right. And he just keeps on saying, and I should know because I'm Paul McCartney. Like just keeps on saying, because I'm Paul McCartney. That's awesome. <laughs> it is hilarious. Highly recommend. So Metallica. the Metallica version of uh, Remember Tomorrow originally came out on a tribute album released by Kerrang Magazine. Kerrang loves
1: Iron
0: Maiden. Oh, I mean their fellow, uh, you know, United Kingdomers, ers, ers, um, and uh, that album was released July nineteenth, two thousand eight. It's a great, uh, it's a pr- it's a very solid lineup of bands and songs. You have, uh, besides Metallica, you have. Um, Avenged Seven Coheed Coheed and Cambria, Devil Driver, Dream Theater, Machine Head, Trivium. Yeah. Um, the Trivium do the song Iron Maiden, and it is a uh, uh, quite a stellar cover. If you get if you have the deluxe edition, I think of Shogun, it appears on that. Um, and just like remember tomorrow now appears on the deluxe edition of hardwire to self-destruct, which is perhaps where most of you heard that. And, uh, I, I, I enjoy both versions of the song. I think, um, you know, I think I'm going this could be an unpopular opinion, but I do think Metallica does a couple things better with remember tomorrow. Um,
1: Anyway, guys, you can One. find all my podcasts at fans.express.com. <laughs> Brandon, it was really nice to see you. Good luck with everything. <laughs>
0: um, no, I like how the Iron Maiden version starts off with like that mellow bass intro, but Metallica Metallica, Metallica eyes their intro with the... It's very Metallica-sounding intro, and then they transition into the... For some
1: reason I thought the it originated from they intro. would do it live, or didn't they do it live? Haven't they done it live?
0: They have, I believe. They've like messed around with it, like they've never done like a full cover of it, but I think they've like jammed around on it. You know, the Volbeat
1: uh, uh, "Don't try to Me" is better. I'm just saying, if we're gonna if we're gonna play that game, it's better. <laughs> <laughs> I do think they did a great "Don't try to cover. Me." Y'all, they did a, a,
0: a his James Hatfield impression aside. They did a great cover I think I thought they, they did, did a, a very Volby did a good cover. job of yeah. yeah it like it sounds like Volby um which was my problem with I, I'm not sure if you heard the weezer version of inter salmon oh no. I was hoping for uh like a a version that sounded like weezer weezer right. but it's just a, like a note for note cover of inter salmon and I'm like I do not need this in my life um you know if they like weezerized it. Um, you know, I think it would have been a fun little. Cover, now, is that
1: but... album out yet?
0: Comes out in September.
1: Oh, my goodness. My September's the releasing really with Senjutsu or whatever the hell is Senjutsu. <laughs> yeah. I got it
0: right. Um, but I, I, and I, and I think the, the, you know, when we, when they kick into the, the, the ending of the song. I mean, Metallica just does it full on double bass drum fire. Heffield uh, doing the fires, whereas I feel like the outro of the Maiden version, like the the actual version, the, the actual version, not the Maiden version,
1: the the
0: the original version, the, the song, um, the, uh, no, the 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 original Maiden version. Um, they, uh, you know, the it, the ending just does not have the same oomph.
1: With that said, with that said, there is a "Remember Tomorrow" um, episode. If you want to hear uh, of on "Made in Order," available where you find podcaster found,
0: and you can check out the links in the episode description. Ooh, I will link to it. Goodness,
1: I was—I almost didn't want to tell people it's still out there because I really, really dropped the ball. <laughs>
0: um, so if you want to actually hear about the song, you can
1: go check out his. Yeah, in podcast. fact, uh, why don't we just edit that into this right now? <laughs>
0: <laughs> we need some kind of transition what's the Wayne's World rolling <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but I, I i do agree with you i think paul diana's vocals are stellar in here when he hits those uh uh you know he, he, bruce dickinson is known for like those big notes and those the the kind of the operatic feel similar to like a Ronnie James Dio, but Baldiano had those moments when he hits those big soaring notes, um, and he, I I think he was very unique in that way where he kind of had like a more uh, kind of like a punk rock voice, yep. but then could hit those soaring metal vocals that Bruce Dickinson took and just
1: ran you know ran. It, it is with. cool hearing like Bruce. Doing Remember Tomorrow, I don't think they've done it in years, but they they used to do it. I mean, they only had so many songs at the time. Now they have like, I don't know, 9,000 songs they could choose from. (laughs) Now,
0: you know, do you think this song is about remembering tomorrow?
1: I think it's about tears for remembrance and tears for joy. Tears for somebody this lonely I? boy, I feel like it's just or boy. I I don't even know like unchain the colors before my eyes. Yesterday's sorrows, tomorrow white lies. It is like, and and um, Paul Diano probably did the lyrics. Steve Stephen Pierce, Percy Harris. I didn't know that was his middle name. Hmm, I should do a podcast about them. Um, <laughs> it just feels like kind of real schlocky. Poetry, you know what I mean? <laughs> just like real basic poetry, yeah. nothing, nothing crazy about it. It's just like, oh, let's make something very romantic, and you know, really kind of just not like all their other. A lot of their other songs were like, you know, raw and this. I'm going here, going to go there, yeah. running free. Um, and this was a little more just kind of. And really, it's only three verses. There's no real chorus except for, oh Right, right, yeah. But I love it. Only three verses.
0: No real chorus is just like that refrain of the final word of like the verse, like fire, sky, and then fire again. Fire, sky, <laughs> earth,
1: wind. Um, yeah. But they do do, even early on, these classic maiden kind of temp, uh, tempo transitions where, yes. or, I mean, I don't know what the terminology is, but I remember just thinking as a kid, these things do don't sound like they're the same song, but they all go together. And that's was one of the things that I that kind of um, had me falling in love with
0: uh, Iron
1: Maiden. And
0: I do think a song like this um, is the perfect song for Metallica to cover because when you break down the the structure of the song where you have like the more, the softer, more melodic verse, the heavier chorus, And then, like you said, it runs away with the faster tempo guitar solo section. I mean, think of how many Metallica songs fit that format. Fate to Black, Welcome Home Sanitarium, one. Basically, all those early ballads follow this. I love that we call those ballads, too. (laughs) Half the song is, you know, a thrash metal guitar solo. I remember
1: going to a movie theater with my friend, his wife at the time, and their son. And one is on in the car and we started t- explaining to her and this kid, like how this song was like such a big deal because it's the first time we saw, I, I didn't even know what they looked like. I didn't have like the, the, yeah. the, the, the magazines, they were kind of scary. They were unknown. They were just patches that I'd see on jean jackets at the mall. I was like, Oh my goodness. They had their first videos. Like the first time ever kind of saying, Hey guys, and what is it? Their fourth album. Yeah, look at that! I pulled that off, right up here.
0: Look at you with all that Metallica mm-hmm. knowledge. What's Iron Maiden's fourth
1: album? Iron Maiden's fourth album's Peace of Mind. Fuck, did I get that right? <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I did. I did, didn't I? I Seventeen know. albums in a row. Ready? Here we go. No, I'm not looking at nothing. <laughs> here we go, guys. This is a little game we're gonna play. I gotta put my hands up to, to count. But we got self-titled Iron Maiden. Then we got Killers. Then we got Number of the Beast. Then we got Peace of Mind. Then we got Power Slave. Then we got Somewhere in Time. Then we have Seventh Son, seventh album. Get it? Then we had No Prayer for the Dying, Fear of the Dark. Then we had uh, X Factor. Get it? 10. Virtual 11. Get it? 11. Dance of Death. um, Oh, here we go. Shit. uh, No, I'm sorry. No, no. Brave New World. I screwed up. Brave New World. Dance of Death. A Matter of Life and Death. Uh, Then we had um, The Final Frontier book of souls and Senjutsu. this is the part of the episode
0: where mike tells you he really just likes the two blaze bailey a, a, albums and
1: nothing else don't, before, you, or after. Think don't you think i'm a stranger som- think i'm singing angel in the gambler Looked out a minute virtual <laughs> 11 i loved that album I know everyone's going to think, oh, X Factor and standing alone in the wind and rain. And there's some good songs on it. Don't get me wrong. But this is the point where I thought I was losing my Iron Maiden anyway. It's like, oh, we got a couple albums. Cool. They weren't touring really, at least not around in the States or by me. Um, and they put off Virtual Eleven. I took my girlfriend's car. She's sleeping in the other room now, but she's my wife. Hey, hey, I'll tell you. <laughs> uh, and I drove it to the mall at Fitchburg. Just to buy the CD, Virtual Eleven, and um, I remember listening like that, listening to that like crazy. Freedom, freedom. Where
0: would the Blaze Bailey albums rank oh, for you?
1: Oh, like, the are bottom. they <laughs> automatically at the bottom? Yeah, like I, I the still two think by default they're at the bottom. Well, you know, No Prayer for the Dying. Like, can you do you know that album? Um, I know all the albums just not like, like that's off the Tail top Gunner. Head. Okay. But they never play that. I feel like they played Tail Gunner when I saw that. That was the first tour I saw. They play that. They they just kind of ignore that album. Yeah. They'll do I don't know if they ever did Mother Russia, but there's some good songs on there. But this is like that's that and Fear of the Dark. That's when Bruce left, but Fear the Dark has some why well, is Fear of the Dark on it. Um, Fear of the dark. That, the dark. You know what the name? Of, you know Fear the name of that of song. Fear of the you dark. You know
0: that's a song that I was never a big fan of till I saw
1: live. That song yes. rules live. I was like, I remember we saw it, and my brother was like, "Oh, this song." I go, "No, just listen, listen." And I didn't realize until I got, um, it was like the best of the beast. Yeah there was a live version of that like, oh, was my goodness, that crucious. was
0: my intro to made it I picked up that one before I dove in like to the individual studio albums so you had the virus song by uh, unfortunately Pace I did
1: it <laughs> never was on any And album. then um uh, I
0: had but I remember hearing that and I was like, I don't think I've ever heard a live audience this loud singing pretty good
1: pretty 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 good but yeah those. If I have to rank them, it's like picking your favorite cousin. You know, you still kind of like some of them. You know, you I love you me, me, and then
0: you kind of like the other ones. I get it. I get right. it. Right. I mean, understand.
1: it's like it's like I, I you know, love
0: my other cousins, and I tolerate you.
1: Yeah. Right. Like I love and respect uh, Joe. Yeah, my brother. Then there's you, and then there's, yeah. and, Joe's and then my there's Matt for people. Who do not know? They you, don't know.
0: You assume that you assume go that everybody knows everything in your world. <laughs> your restaurants, not, they don't know your stores, everything in world, your family, like, your friends. <laughs> I, I'm telling you to look it up. Iron Maiden. Look, nobody knows these things. Look, you're not going to get this. <laughs>
1: Um, this level of, of just laid back, you know, smoking, my, <laughs> smoking, my doobie, you know, just having fun. Ooh, this is, this is my idea of having an edible mm, candy, my cigarette. candy cigarettes, my edible. Oh, mm, mm, oh, the CBD. <laughs> you, I'm so relaxed. I don't even know what that is.
0: Uh, anyways, old man, Metallica, let's end with, uh, some, uh, that's it well, what, what else do you have to say
1: about to remember tomorrow give a, give me your um, insights. well i i want you to remember tomorrow's my birthday <laughs> happy birthday <laughs> um yeah I think you pretty much you know it has that it has some punk sounds to it it doesn't have that gallop that Iron that iron Maid yeah. is like, they don't none that gallop in there um so it does sound like a song that iron that Metallica would do. You know, if they're gonna pick, if they were to pick a song, they are. They probably want to pick, you know, something off the first album because, oh, the first two records are the best ones. Yeah, we get it, Eddie Trunk. I heard you. <laughs> That's forty years ago, buddy. <laughs> it was all
0: downhill once they released Number of the Beast. <laughs> hey. I have a great Killers poster that I'm looking at right now in my basement. I have. Cool. Three posters. I'm in my kitchen. I have uh, Metallica. I have Iron Man Killers. And then you have a Jean Claude Van. And I have uh, I have a picture of Johnny Cash backstage at the Hammersmith Odeon in 1966. Was oh, he giving the no, finger? No, he's not. Who? Oh, look, he's, he's standing the there uh, in his stage clothes, smoking a cigarette, like you are right now. Oh. And I he call him looks. John Cash. It's 1966, and he looks. Like he's eighty years old. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like what thirty yeah. or something. But you'll appreciate this. My uh, my daughter will uh, come down to the basement uh, and reco- and wave to the posters, and she is very fond of Eddie. Um, really. And I. Uh, Good kid. And, uh, Good kid. She asked one time about the axe in his hand. And I said, that is a, a toy that he's giving to a friend of his.
1: Yes. Yes. See, see, um, but you see where it says killer as well. You see what he's, what he's going to do, my dear, <laughs> is he's going to take, give that axe as a gift to someone's face. You're going to kill him, you're going to kill him good. Metallica. Let me ask you some questions
0: as we end here. All Favorite right. Iron Maiden album.
1: So hard, but, oh my God, this might sound, it's so tough because you want to say number of the beast or peace of mind. Those, even though that's 40 years ago, those feel like the ultimate, there's just so much packed in there. So I don't know, I'm going to, but the first one I ever bought was Seventh Son. My friends and I mean, I put this. I opened this album up and I'm I'm so used to seeing like, you know, poison, and or just bands like that just dress like they're you know I'm a metal guy. These guys are wearing acid wash jeans and sweaters. I said, <laughs> what is this? I can get into this, and it has you know the first maiden song I ever heard on it. Uh, Can you edit in? Can I play with madness right now? Just and okay when we're back uh and <laughs> yeah i mean that album yeah i think i think i can play that album in my head right. without yeah without even thinking about it so that's the one it's got to be seven sun just because that's the original for me favorite metallica album um i think it's what's the one with um with bob rocks in the band what's that called <laughs> favorite metallica album Again, this is gonna you know, it's probably it's probably either Justice or the Black album. I don't know, it's tough. Again, I I didn't I went backwards. I bought the black album when it came out, then I started going back and buying the other albums, yet I still never <laughs> bought Killem All. I know there's some songs on there I've heard, <laughs> oh but God. um Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna go with i'm gonna go with justice just because it is i don't know so many songs on there that i was like oh this is this is what metallica sounds like
0: you're uh um i forget what i was gonna say
1: podcast and then yes and then pride probably is my favorite white lion (laughs) Uh, look what the cat dragon. in. I, I do remember what I was going to say.
0: Sorry to stop you there, but with the and poison. Any, if anyone's
1: wondering, Skid, Skid Row's favorite song, best song, is "Wasted Time." Looking up that Skid Row's <laughs> best song, it's not even, it's not even close. Um, Go,
0: little little your, finders, White Lion's best. Song. Your house, easily, probably, yes. it was probably for a holiday when I was a really little kid.
1: What did my daddy do? <laughs>
0: I I remember seeing for the first time the live shit binge and purge box set. And uh, because Metallica was on my radar, I was probably like in first grade.
1: Oh, so I already, yeah, see, I was a fan. And this little kid goes, What's (laughs) that kid up there? And I said, I'm trying to go to the bathroom. I just remember
0: seeing the box set and thinking,
1: That's a bad word. Then they ble- they bleeped it, right? I said, let's put on the VHS, and watch it. And then I, but I put on something else. I said, now I'm going to teach you how to be a man.
0: <laughs> Did I ever tell you the story? In prayer? I might have. I, I think I said this on uh, the podcast when we were talking about cunning stunts. The story of my mother giving that to me um, for a Christmas present.
1: Yes, I think so. And am I completely? Am I just realizing now that it's what cunning stunts kind of yes. means might just figuring that out <laughs> yes. right now because i was like wait that sounds like it could have been Oh, <laughs> <aha. Cunts." laughs> i'm sorry i love that word it's so terrible <laughs> so for
0: those of you who might have missed the episode and missed the story long story short um i was a wee little lad and my I wanted it for Christmas. I wanted the VHS for Christmas. And when did, uh, when, what year is this? It was, I think, I was in middle school. I was not that young, I, but I think my mother was hesitant at my newfound love of metal and rock and roll. So she was like, "Let me just see, like, what this Metallica thing is all about." So she bought it and wanted to preview it. And the first song that they play is "So Fucking What." And then um so and perfect. then she let me have it as a gift. <laughs> so I don't know why she perfect. previewed it, but hey,
1: my I my grandmother bought me Number of the Beast. Went into the record store and bought Number of the Beast and she always told the story. The guy was like, This isn't for you, is it? And she said, Shut your <laughs> mouth. Like, no, no, no. Favorite maiden
0: song. Oh my god. It's even harder than an album, right?
1: yeah um it's so great. Like I want I, I mean the one when you're live, it's like I want to hear Run to the Hills every time. but that's, that's so generic. And then I think, what is my favorite song on Seven Sun? because I already picked that, so i'll I'll go with what's my favorite song on Seven Sun? And I'd like to say,, um, can I play with Madness because it's so great. It's the first one I heard. but I'm not going to say that. Infinite dreams, I can't deny them. (laughs) Infinity is hard to comprehend. (laughs) I couldn't hear those screams. Uh, Even in my wildest dreams. Anyways. um... (laughs) Suffocation, waking in a sweat. Um, That can't be my favorite Maiden song, but my God, it's probably Run to the Hells. I'll go back to that.
0: Yeah, wrong. Both were wrong answers. Um, the correct the correct answer it? was the Trooper. It's still my favorite Iron Man. Song, oh,
1: I was gonna you know. say the Trooper maybe. Um,
0: I always liked the uh, was, the the Trooper going into.
1: If you're gonna die,
0: gonna die,
1: die with yeah. your boots on. Oh wait, I'm going to Sun and Steel. Man, I'm all over the place. Peace of mind. What an album. It's a great one. I like that one. Well, you killed your first man at 13. Killer instinct. <laughs> animals. <supreme. laughs> Sunlight falling on your steel. Death in life is your ideal. Life is like a wheel. Wow. Yes, that's right. Wow. I did it. I don't have to go to Berkeley. <laughs> Boom. But that's why I don't know anything about music. <laughs> and I bet that's about the best I can do. Favorite Metallica song. Favorite Metallica song. I feel like there is one. I feel like there's one where I go, "Oh." Oh. And "Out for my own now to be free." I know it's not that, but oh, I love that song. <laughs> um God, it's so hard to pick one song. Like, I think it's like, is it Master Puppets or is it dude? And yet I didn't pick this record as my favorite one. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. I'm, I Sometimes am obviously though, ill-prepared. You know? I always it's, it's go, and it. I've said
0: this a million times, but I always go with Master Puppets because I think if somebody has never heard Metallica before, you put on that song and that perfectly—that's yeah, everything.
1: Yeah, like that gives everything Metallica does really well. It's like when I say, "Do you want to know Megadeth? Here's an album called Risk," <laughs> and I give it to them, and they go, "I'll be there for you."
0: I actually really like the Risk album, and every time I hear I "I'll that. be there," I think of "In My Darkest Hour" because I'm like, "How are these the same band?" Same. <laughs>
1: Yeah <laughs> bitch yeah. I'll be the credit there credit to dementia for yeah. you yeah. Yeah.
0: and I do love cryptic writing cryptic writings is a uh, I will say this I will take risk over, I think any Megadeth album after the system has failed.
1: Yes, I will agree with you. Even though uh, I'm a super collider. Uh, uh Yes, system uh, has failed. System has failed. Great album. is a perfect I album. album. I love perfect. that album. Um,
0: Cryptic writings, though, to your point, is easily
1: their black album. It I mean, is. They're like we can yeah. be. It, a it is the
0: perfect here. blend of. Like commercial metal mixed with thrash metal. The songs are great. They're like short, concise, melodic, heavy, catchy. I think that is I think that is a perfect album. And it it's I perfect. would uh I, I mean that I would probably put that and I know this is an unpopular choice, that would easily be like in
1: my top three Megadeth albums. Yeah it's pretty easy when you think of when you just take all the songs you're like oh that yeah. one that one that one ooh redline ooh
0: yeah. <laughs> uh i remember seeing uh i vh1 for a while had uh, a show where it was all like metal and hard rock videos i think it was called rock show it was basically like their headbangers ball but you know years later and yeah. uh i swear I I I'd watch it because it was like the only place you could see like metal videos for a for like that moment in time, and every week they played goddamn Bread Van, and I was like, why are they playing this video? Fan I, uh, or Bread I Breadline, line? Breadline.
1: <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Yeah. I wish it was Bread <laughs> Fan. Bread Breadline. Opened up a door. I told you, I saw Metallica, they opened with Bread It got fan. no
0: job.
1: It got no smoke. I, got, I didn't even know they had a video. <laughs> life's a joke. He got a car. Ooh, his life's a joke. <laughs> oh, it's only me dancing on the bread line. <laughs> um, did I tell you that, though? Metallica opened with Bread Fan. That's a Great opener. Nice. Great opener. And then Jason said, passed out, and it was a trio. I, you've
0: said this episode. You've you've told this story before on the podcast. A thousand times. But yes. for those of you who might not have listened, give it one more time. We'll end on this note.
1: This is a good story. All right. 1994, <laughs> Cheshire Fairground, Keene, New Hampshire. We drove for hours. We had to do a triptych. If you don't know what a triptych is, folks— Go to your local AAA and say, I need to get from here to here. Then they'll actually take a map and they'll draw the directions for you. There's no Google Maps. There's no MapQuest. You couldn't print out directions. This was 1994. 94. My fresh Fitchburg State hat. I'm going to college. <laughs> I wore that. I, I, I wore some shirt that I could throw away quickly. Ran to the to the shirt booth. Bought a, it was a Metallica T-shirt with an eagle or some sort of bird on top of the earth and his blood and stuff. You probably know the shirt, you Metallica folks. Then there was like four of us and we just ran. This is a fairground. There's no chairs. There's nothing. We just run down and then they're like, "All right, here's your first. Uh, here's the first band." Black Summer, Berber, <laughs> Glenn Danzig, Dirty Black like, Summer. What? And then i'm like i don't all these signs i'm like i don't really know this and then all of a sudden came on and i remember grabbing one of the guys i was with hugging them and my feet were weren't even touching the ground We were just we were just (laughs) rock rocking back and forth like my ankles it was just like it wasn't a mosh pit but it was like i don't know what it was and then uh, then we saw this bassist named Robert Trujillo with his band Suicidal. And they Oh, wait, that's that's, uh, <laughs> actually. Never mind. Um, <laughs> I was going to say, I think that sounds like. Whatever. Um, uh, and um, Suicidal came on, and I had a couple of their albums, so I knew some of that music. And like, we're throwing, I'm moshing a little, for, you know, as much as I did, picking up people and throwing them. And then Metallica comes on, and by that time, my brother and I are already like, "Oh, oh it's been a long day. It's like thousand degrees yeah. out. Bread fan." And it was so hot out that at one point, I think Jason Newsted passed out. And they're like, "We're gonna come back. We're gonna come back in the threesome. And they're like, "We're gonna turn up, turn up like the 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 bass on one of the yeah. guitars. Like make a little." And then they just played the rest of the night. And at one point, my brother and I were like, "Let's just go to the back." This was the second time we saw them. We already saw them uh, the year before with the Snake Pit, that show. They were like touring for seven years for for one album. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. But the first time we saw them, it was just them. They just played forever. And that was before I even knew so many songs. I had like the Black album. I had, you know, a couple albums. It wasn't until going to this show that I was like, I got to buy all the compact discs. (laughs) That was my that's my and that is nineteen ninety four and that is the last time wow. I've seen them live. Well, maybe next time they come around I've seen Jeff Tate like nine times, <laughs> but I, I haven't seen Metallica more than Maybe twice. next
0: time they come around I can uh I can bring you You can get a press pass. Oh, I'm getting VIP. So they have their um fortieth anniversary concerts coming up in San Francisco. And yeah. uh that's in December like a week before Christmas and I uh really wanted to go, but I'm not going.
1: Yeah. I I, I something tells me you're not going. <laughs> um
0: I have this Ga-ga-doo-doo. I have this uh thing happening where yeah there's gonna be like a two or three month old in my house along with a two yeah. year old. So yeah, that's not happening.
1: And you're still gonna be and you're gonna be like Daddy needs to
0: podcast <laughs> Mike Nobody wants to find you have to listen to this. But in case they, you know, feel bad for you and want to look you up on social.
1: All right. Well, you got nine minutes. Here we go. Nine <laughs> minutes is the thing. Everything that I do, I put on a website called fansnotexperts.com. Um, there is my 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 personal podcast, I call it Geek Mentality, where I actually do I do like mini-series in within it. I did uh, something called Jogus, where I watched Jaws for 30 days last year and did the podcast for 30 days, 31 days, I'm sorry. I did Marchie McFly, did the same thing for Back to the Future this March, that will be back next March and the following March. <laughs> I do Movie Month every June, where I watch a movie every day in June, uh, I've done that for eight years, six years of the podcast, 240 movies, never missed a day. And I also do, I've been doing a little miniseries, Batman, I watch every Batman movie, Superman, Every Superman movie. I'm going to be doing a, a, a Muppet version. I'm going to watch the Muppet movies, and then in December, I'm going to do. And Brandon, you, I want you on for an episode. Sitcom, all ye faithful. <laughs> 25 days of Christmas sitcom episodes. But that's just one podcast. I also do a podcast called Reaction Comics, where I watch, where I'm reading all the old Superman comics from 1940, all the old action comics that are. Very of their time and just very dated, and they're a lot of fun. I also do a podcast called Stranger Danger. If you like Stranger Things, uh, right now, obviously there's no Stranger Things, but I do the thing called the Stranger Danger Book Club, where I read the comics and read novels. I've read four Stranger Things novels. I'm fucking 45 and tomorrow, and I'm reading Stranger <laughs> Things novels uh, and loving it. Um, and I talk about that, and I think that's my youngest demographic of, of like, like that's people, when you get like, like the creepiest. <laughs> no 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 that's right that's where i get the least creepy i am perfectly a good boy on these shows uh uh and that's is that it that ain't it i do fine oh here's a one podcast we're trying to find people i do it with my friends called fine movies fine spirits there's another one where we watch movies and we kind of go through them uh and I, as i said there uh, i said this to brandon earlier one of the guys is on a chromecast the other one's on his iphone the audio quality sucks but we've known each other for 40 years so we have we can have some laughs uh, there's the maiden podcast. Maybe it'll come back someday. You
0: got to come back and at least do an episode on the new album. Celebrate the release. Give it's your initial reviews.
1: I, I did that with uh, yeah. I did that for uh, Book of Souls. I went through every song. That a, an and episode. how long ago was Book of Souls? Should, now that was a 2015. Yeah, I was say, that's several years ago. Yeah, that in the last Faith No More album, 2015. Yeah. Crazy. Faith No More needs a new album. Yep. Uh, and I think that is it. There's a Patriots po- <laughs> the Patriots Podcast. I talk for five minutes after they lose. Everything's available, including this Metallica podcast, which I own the rights to. <laughs> at fans, fans not experts dot com. Just go there. If there's not something that if there's not something that you'd enjoy, at least you know Metallicast is on there and you can enjoy that. <laughs> And coming soon,
0: ooh, Mega Death Cast, where every episode yes, yes. we break down risk.
1: Ooh, uh, the doctor uh, is calling. <laughs> yeah, I'm the I'm a I'm a political correspondent for MTV <laughs> News. <laughs> Put on glasses and I'm cool. Now he 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 went from fifty to a thousand. He he's aged yeah, ridiculous. He well, he was sick too, wasn't he? he? Was sick.
0: Yeah, um, so way to bring that up, Dick.
1: Not <laughs> and then
0: that I just folks. end. I'm just gonna, gonna end experts. it right <laughs> there.
1: <laughs> uh, we're done. We're done. we, we nailed we're done. it?
0: do not mind the fake ending there but it was too good to resist doing a big thank you to mike of fans for coming on the show and talking iron maiden talking metallica and uh despite the name of this episode a little bit about remember tomorrow um, I hope you enjoyed our rambling. Hopefully we did not ramble too much for you. It was good to get back in the saddle again and record and catch up with my cousin. So check out the links in the episode description. Check out his podcast, all of which are available on our home site, fansonexperts.com. A huge shout out to Hector Caster, the one-man band behind Based out of the UK provided all the original music and arrangements that you heard in this here episode, including our epic Creeping Death intro, which I love so freaking much. Give Metallicast a follow at Pod on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And if you're new to the podcast, well, then subscribe, download, leave a positive five star review in Apple Podcasts, because all that goes a long way in helping this podcast continue to grow on my quest for world domination. I will be back next week with a brand new episode, as long as my wife does not go into labor. So stay tuned uh, for Metallicast My Friends of Misery. Special episodes with guest hosts coming up in the near future. Till next time, ladies and gentlemen, Mill up your Can
1: I play with